the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. We don't need no education. We don't need no thought control. Welcome to Education Nation, where we tackle the biggest issues in American education. School is now in session. Here are your hosts, Headmaster Rebecca Hagstrom and co-host Mark Durkin. Well, good evening, and thank you for joining us here on Education Nation. I'm Headmaster and host Rebecca Hagstrom, and it's a privilege to join you every Saturday evening here on AM 1280 The Patriot. And of course, I'm joined in studio once again with our wonderful producer of Education Nation and my co-host, Mark Durkin. Another nice Saturday to you. How are you, Rebecca? I'm very good. How about yourself? Good. Finally feel like we have some actual winter weather, all Uh the cold temperatures this week, Mm -hmm. huh? Mm -hmm. Right around zero. One nice thing about the cold temperatures, though, is it usually means sunshine. Sunshine, Mm -hmm. no snow, no ice. Nice to have dry roads again, right? exactly. (laughs) Well, it's easy to get intimidated when you consider that the thesis is the culmination of a person's studies at Liberty Classical Academy. A good thesis should reflect tremendous effort, creativity, and sound moral and logical reasoning. And specifically, the Liberty student's entire school experience should bring forth fruit over the course of the thesis, including critical thinking, in-depth research skills, persuasive writing, excellent presentation skills. This event is the culmination of an entire K-12 through education at Liberty Classical Academy. It's the event in which strong rhetoric is on display, and Liberty juniors and seniors are ready to step into adulthood with the tools they need to help make an impact on our culture to help others distinguish between truths and lies. Mm-hmm. Well, joining us in studio tonight to help our listeners understand the main tenets of a classical education that repairs students to think well is Liberty Classical Academy teacher John Han. Uh, Mr. John Han is our rhetoric and Bible teacher at Liberty, and the junior class just completed their thesis projects. And the two students are also, or we have two students that are also joining us in the studio today to share their experiences with their project. We have Lily and we have Sam. So thank you all for joining us today. Great to be here. Thanks. All right. Good to see you. Well, would you please define the term rhetoric, Mr. Han, as it is understood in the classical education approach? Yeah, it's a good place to start before Mm -hmm. we uh, get too far into talking about a thesis in particular. So rhetoric, it's important because it's quite different from what most people think of it when we hear it in our world today. It's, It's not merely words or buzz phrases by politicians, which is often what we think of. It's it's much deeper than that. The, the classical word for that kind of speech is called sophistry. <laughs> but no, for, for what rhetoric really is, it's, it's the highest human ability in the classical tradition. It's the art of persuasively articulating truth for the purpose of wise decision-making in community. So that there's a number of facets to that definition. And uh, if we have time, maybe later on, we could come back and unpack that definition a little bit. But I think we can... We can pause there and, and, and make sure we can get 
to uh, some of our students yeah. here. But yep. yeah, so it's the the art of persuasively articulating the truth. Yeah, excellent. Which is so important. Mm-hmm. Very, very important to be able to do. Mm-hmm. And it's not just, oh, that's just rhetoric, <laughs> you know, exactly. which is what you hear a lot. But as exactly. you say, what was the term for what that really is? Sophistry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, in ancient Greece, there were the sophists who wanted to use the the methods of persuasion but not for truth, not for goodness or beauty, but for their own gain. And for manipulation. To, exactly, it was mm-hmm. manipulation. And that's what we're seeing today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So really we should be saying that's just sophistry. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and now that we have the definition down, we know what it is. There we go. Sure. That's why we have this show. Um, thesis project. You know, when most people think of a thesis project, first of all, I think they think of college. They think of the yeah. senior thesis. I didn't mm-hmm. do any thesis projects when I was in high school. I didn't do it until my graduate work. A uh, graduate <laughs> work. So, well, I mean, actually, I did an undergraduate thesis. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, but, but at least not still, until your senior yeah. year in college. Yeah. And we're here talking about thesis project not only just as a senior in a K through 12 education but as a junior so I mean what a great um, advantage what a great uh, start uh, to this uh, to this type of challenge and I mean what is the process that a student goes through in completing the, the thesis the junior thesis yeah in a in a nutshell uh, both thesis projects junior and senior thesis follow the ancient classical classical tradition of the five canons of rhetoric. Now, canon is just a general principle. Those things are invention, arrangement, style, memory, and delivery. So every student starts out inventing their ideas. Right? They're going to figure out what their topic is and their issue and create competing thesis statements that they'll engage in in-depth research on. They'll try to invent and create arguments for both sides, trying to weigh both sides, come to a conclusion that as to which side they want to argue for. And then that's when the arrangement phase begins. And that's really where you start putting those ideas into an order, an order that uh, is intelligible and persuasive, that highlights the strongest arguments. And it all involves outlines. I mean, uh, our students will be able to attest. There's a lot of, a lot of outlining that goes mm-hmm. on in the arrangement stage. And then with style, memory, and delivery, that's really where you're getting into the actual writing of the paper, where you're crafting what kind of words you're going to use and turns of phrases. And then memory and delivery, that's where you're, it's practice, practice, practice. A lot of, lot of practicing these students did in the uh, weeks coming up or leading up to their presentation. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Well, we know for the senior thesis that they have to do it on some type of cultural controversial topic. But what type of a topic does each of the students choose for their junior thesis? And can you share some of the examples with us? Yeah, uh, the, for the junior thesis, the topic needs to be related to church or Christianity or theology or a mixture of the three. And so some of the, the topics that we've had in the past, for example, mm-hmm. would be a Christian view on violence. So I had a mm-hmm. student argue against pacifism, that Christians shouldn't be pacifists. Uh, we've had, I think, every year someone has taken on the question of whether or not baptism is necessary for salvation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had students take on the biblical view of homosexuality, uh, female leadership in church, Christianity and socialism was one that went on this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the church and social justice, so very mm-hmm. very hot-button topic yes. this year as yes. well. Yes, yeah, for sure. Those are great topics. Mm-hmm. I, I know this year I really enjoyed being able to hear all of the seniors or the juniors present their theses, and I thought that the topics were all very interesting. Um, I think more interesting than I've even thought in the past, and I thought they were well better presented this year than 
Oh, um, we made or, some some additions to the program yes. that uh, really made the, the topic selection and the issue identification process more robust mm-hmm. than before. And the I argument seems stronger to me is what I really noticed. That was one of the biggest sure. differences. Sure. Yeah. I, that, yeah. I think that's uh, mm-hmm. getting more robust outlining has been a change that uh, I've instituted over the last couple of years. And I think that has uh, borne out a lot of good fruit. Mm-hmm. But it it's more than way more than just what I've done to change mm-hmm. the program. I mean, these students have had the the benefit of being at Liberty mm-hmm. where they've gotten to have their logic class with Mr. Fisher. They've mm-hmm. gotten to have uh, their other speech classes leading up to, uh, to the junior thesis. And mm-hmm. so changes in the program have been good, but I think uh, the, the, the staff that you've brought on to Liberty mm-hmm. Classical Academy uh, in the last few years has really, really helped make what you saw last yeah, week yeah, happen. Yeah. Well, such a gift, such a gift. <laughs> Music and, and joy to my eyes. So, um, and my eyes and my ears, I guess I should say, right? <laughs> right. Well, before we get, you know, to the students, just to talk about, you know, their individual topics and, and why they chose them, you know, for some of our listeners, they may be wondering, okay, you know, you've broken down some of the topics that are discussed in the, in the junior thesis. I mean, is, is there a difference, though, say, from the junior thesis to the senior thesis? Is it just uh, be, uh, topic discussions? Does it get a little deeper in senior thesis? What are the differences? Well, the junior thesis is n- narrowly focused on Christian subjects. Okay. So all the topics have to be related to and, and interesting for a, a, a general Christian audience, whereas in the senior thesis... It's intended to be a broader audience where you're tackling a larger moral issue and you have to consider that I can't just rely on normal Christian assumptions. I need to mm-hmm. remember that there might be people in my audience that right. I'm talking to that that are not believers and I need to convince them as well. Mm-hmm. So those sure. are the differences. In, sure. in terms of the, the depth of the project, is the senior thesis, is it? A longer paper that has mm. to be turned in? Is it a longer presentation in front of a yes. uh, contingency of judge, judges there? Yes. Uh, so for the junior thesis, and I'll talk about this a little sure. bit more later, but junior thesis is a seven to nine minute presentation, whereas the senior thesis needs to hit uh, nine to ten minutes. So it does get longer okay. for the senior thesis. And the paper is also substantially longer. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. For the junior thesis, the paper... Think is two to three thousand words, and for the senior thesis, it's four to five thousand. Oh, okay. Words. Which is the difference of like ten pages to it twenty is. pages. Yes, mm-hmm. yep. Okay. It's pretty substantial. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So yeah, we're going to turn our attention to our, our our students here today, and we'll go ahead and just ask this question. Um, you know, what? Tell us about your experience with choosing uh, the topic. You know, which which topic did you pick, and, and why did why did you choose it? Start Where with would like to start? Yeah, start with Lily. How about okay, that? I'll start. <laughs> uh, I actually ended up choosing whether or not a Christian can lose their salvation, but that's actually not what I picked at first at all. Uh I actually started with the topic of depression. A classmate had suggested to me, and I never dealt with it personally, but I'd had so many friends who had, so it seemed to be something that was really close to my heart. Mm -hmm. Um, But throughout the choosing of the topic stage, we did a question, a map where we would make questions and uh, map our ideas, and a lot of my ideas were going towards salvation and whether or not a Christian can lose their salvation. So even though it may seem like a, a large jump from depression to uh, soteriology, it was it was really natural, and it really surprised me how natural that process was and how easy it was uh, to end up picking, and honestly, how interested I was mm. and ended up being in the subject. Yeah, that's a really it was a really good topic. I don't think I've ever heard 
that one done before as a junior thesis topic. Yeah, we've had free will and predestination yeah. come up a yeah. number of times, but never the 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 full yeah. subject of soteriology, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. which is the the study of salvation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you did such a great job of that. Yeah, Thank you. yeah, you really covered it well. And Sam, how about you? What was what was your topic, and kind of what was your experience? How what led you to yours? So first off, thanks for having me on here. Yeah. So my topic was degree of sin, and the question there is that whether all sins are equal or some sins are worse than others. How I got to this topic was a uh, long story. <laughs> so I grew up around Christianity, but I had no idea what it really meant. Uh, my worldview was do evil, receive evil, do good, receive good, right? Mm-hmm. And this idea of sin has been rather new to me, like four, to, uh, three to four years or so. Mm-hmm. And the topic of sin is really interesting in that although we all sin, Christ has the ability to save us from our sin and from eternal death and offer us uh, eternal life with him in heaven. This idea is uh, very interesting and very eye-opening to me, and mm-hmm. that's why I chose the topic of sin. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, let's. Why don't you give a little bit of background from where about where you're from and and how you ended up here uh, at school? Okay, so I am an international student here. Mm-hmm. I'm from Cambodia. I grew up. Uh, in, I grew up learning three languages, actually English. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chinese and Cambodian and Khmer, my mm-hmm. native language. And I grew, went to an international school. That's how I learned English. I also learned English from watching a lot of National Geographic <laughs> documentaries. I really liked that growing up, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people would say that's how I got uh, good at speaking English is from watching the documentaries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. That's the international good. school was a Christian school. They had uh, an auditorium with a cross in the middle, you know, mm-hmm. and I I don't remember having a Bible class or theology mm-hmm. class, but I do remember us watching the the movie uh, of Christ's death. I can't remember the name. Oh, the Passion one with uh, Mel Gibson. Um, Passion the, of the Christ. Yeah, Passion of the Passion Christ. Christ. I remember yeah. watching that and it was eye-opening. I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? And yeah. I was actually super scared for a period of time. I was super scared about death specifically, yeah. the idea of dying and now i'm not really scared of that anymore (laughs) that's good (laughs) that's a really graphic movie oh yeah totally it was meant to help people really understand what he really went through Mm -hmm. um obviously it had that impact on you yeah (laughs) well that's a good thing that's a good thing um well what were your expectations both of you well let's go back to lily again what were your expectations about the junior thesis before you started and then how did the project actually compare to your initial expectations? And then what surprises did you encounter while working on the project? So I've actually attended Liberty since kindergarten. So yeah. this has always been something that I knew I was going to end up doing. And it was just in the future um, and something that, you know, it definitely seemed really difficult, uh, mm-hmm. especially when I watched them in ninth grade. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to do this in two <laughs> years. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the sp- the actual presenting of the speech didn't scare me as much as the defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But as I approached it, it slowly got more uh, realistic and seemed more conceivable mm-hmm. uh, and doable. And then once we walked in that classroom at the beginning of the year, I was like, oh, we're, we're going to we're do gonna it. Do this. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do this. And, and just the way Mr. Han laid it out on the timeline and 
uh, I think I spent over a month on research, did so much research, but after fully understanding our topics, uh, the defense wasn't nearly as difficult as I thought it would be. And after just knowing what you're doing and being that prepared and writing that and doing all that research, even if you don't use all that research in your paper, it's somewhere in the back of your mind. So, um, yeah, that was definitely really helpful. And so it definitely, it's how I expected it to be. It was definitely different. It was um, just very achievable. And Mm -hmm. I think definitely how we are taught at Liberty has helped with that so much. Um, As far as surprises... The outlining, like Mr. Han mentioned, was <laughs> intense, but it was so helpful. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really think I was going to spend as much time on research as I did. I had over 30 pages of notes. Wow. And, um, but overall, it was just all really helpful. And yeah, it was, it was honestly really fun. And I was su- super surprised at how interested I was in yeah. my topic as well. Yeah. That's so exciting to hear that. And I'm sure for people who are listening, um, they're thinking, oh, my goodness, have a junior go through this process? I can't even imagine um, because that expectation just isn't out there in many places. And I love how you said that, that in ninth grade, I thought there's no way I can do this in two years. But by the time you entered the classroom, the beginning of your junior year, which, by the way, yes, we are in person and have been from the beginning, which is such a gift in itself. Um, but the fact that you then realized I can do this by by your junior year, you felt that preparation. And then once you started researching that preparation from the actual research is what then got you over your fear of doing your defense. And, you know, having to respond to three judges for 10 minutes is no small feat. And they weren't asking softball questions. Um, They were asking tough questions. And uh, you're right that the more you know your topic, then that takes away some of that fear and it is in the back of your mind, and you draw that up then when you're answering questions. So that's that's great. It's so good to hear all of that. How about you? How about you? Say, are well, we? I just wanted to really chime something? in real yeah, quick. You know, just in terms of the research, you know, especially with a lot of students having been home for a good part of the school year, everybody's kind of just reduced to just being able to look for sources online. I mean, what are some of the avenues that are encouraged in terms of uh, types of resources to look for? Where can students go to really bring about? Um, a well-rounded uh, research project for a thesis, not uh, specifically to, you know, a Christian topic, but just in general, like where where can they go to really build up that project? Yeah, uh, that was, that's a good question. So every every junior is required to have at least one to two books that they rely on. Okay. And it can't just be, oh, I took a paragraph out of this book. Mm-hmm. It has to be, sure. they've, they've looked into a book and and thought about the argument in the book and that it's contributed to their thought process yes. in the project. So at least one book for the the juniors. It gets more for seniors. It needs to be three to four. Okay. Uh, But other, so it is COVID right now and libraries are not open the same way that they have been. Fortunately, uh, Ramsey County libraries have been, you've been able to reserve books, but you're not always able to find the types of sources that you want at a public library in that, in that capacity. So we relied a lot on databases and we talked a lot about going and finding scholarly articles okay. on online databases. So the students did. They, they got to read and try to read some of these really highly uh, academic and scholarly sources online. And so that's where, without having access to you know a seminary library, which is something that I, I want to have happen in the future, and I had plans. I, I'm a Bethel Seminary graduate, and I had plans to get the juniors into Bethel Seminary Library, yeah. uh, but they've been closed 
because mm, of COVID. Because I was of COVID. Right. so, so frustrated it's by bad. that. But in spite of that, I mean, there's a lot of good resources that you can find online. Yeah. We talk about the difference between scholarly sources and uh, substantive sources, which are you know not necessarily um, not necessarily always peer reviewed, but they're still you know, they're not full of ads and they're not uh, full of bias. And then there's more popular type sources, and so we talk about the differences in types of sources, okay. whether it's a book, whether it's a a periodical, whether it's a, a journal, um, so there's or, or a website itself. You can find scholarly and substantive sources in sure. all those realms. And I just want to make this point too, and you know, certainly Rebecca, feel free to chime in on this, and also uh, you too, uh, John. But what's interesting is consider a classical education. Okay, my kids are in the lower school right now in memorization, reading. You know, a lot of kids at this age. I know a lot of my kids' friends. It's all about the technology. Mm -hmm. But we're talking about books. We're talking about memorization. We're talking about chants. And, I mean, how important is that as a foundation in terms of being able to process Mm -hmm. large amounts of information when you are a junior in the school to be able to put a project like this together? I mean, yeah, that's – it's so crucial because, I mean, when you get to the senior – junior and senior thesis projects, you have to be able to – engage with language you have to be able to read hard things you're not going to understand all the words at first and but you have to push through it and figure out what those words mean and struggle and wrestle with it and the the foundation that liberty lays at the beginning of its emphasis on reading and it and not just relying on google to tell you the answer (laughs) right you know that that sets up a great foundation that that these students have Mm -hmm. benefited from okay Mm -hmm. Well, uh, we'll start with you on this one, Sam. You know, we, you talked a little bit about your past experiences and your education uh, in terms of bringing you to liberty and, and finding the Lord. Um, in terms of all the skills that you've acquired, what were the most valuable that helped you work through this particular project, would you say? Working through this project, the most valuable skill, I would say, is uh, discipline. That's very <laughs> necessary to work through this project. If you're not disciplined, you wouldn't have the uh, motivation or... the the time to do this you have to be really focused and know what your goals are in achieving this for me i actually <laughs> struggled through this a little bit motivation wise in doing this it was kind of a struggle and that do i really want to do this it's taking so much of my time i'd rather <laughs> be doing something else and play basketball mm-hmm. go to the gym you know instead of working on working on this paper all the time <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah discipline typical is teenager very, right <laughs> <laughs> totally <laughs> But discipline mm-hmm. is really important for you to get through mm-hmm. this project. Yeah. Perseverance mm-hmm. and endurance, too, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All of that, yeah. Um, I'm curious, too. We didn't get to hear from you regarding what your expectations were of the thesis versus what you ended up um, having your experience be. Was it a surprise to you? You know, you haven't been at Liberty as long as Lily, but were those expectations different going in than what you ended up having while you were doing it? Yeah, so I was, my expectations were quite opposite of Lily. I was not scared about the speech part. I was actually scared. About, I, I was not. I was not scared about speech. Wait, the, was, the uh, defense. She was yeah, scared yeah. of the defense. Yeah, she was scared of the defense. Yeah. I wasn't scared of the defense. I was scared of the speech part because 
I'm pretty good thinker on spot, I'd say, and I could defend it well no matter what it is, you know. I was scared of the speech part and then probably forgetting halfway through. Mm-hmm. I know in my practice speech in class, I forgot halfway through, <laughs> although, but I didn't forget in the actual speech, which was really nice. Good. That is yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. I am very glad to hear that. And actually, I was there and saw that you did do a great job. Yes, you did Thank you. very, very well. Yeah. So then anyway, getting back to the other, I'm sorry, I that's didn't okay. mean to jump, no, but I wanted fine. to make sure I'm we got Sam we in that. on that other question. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. I'll just pose the same question to you too, Lily. I mean, what... When you look at all of the skills that you've acquired over uh, the course of your classical liberty uh, education, what were the most valuable that helped you work through the project? I think I have three main things. Uh, the first would definitely be writing. Over the course of liberty, uh, Sam's only been here since eighth grade, but mm-hmm. uh, in middle school, we start writing research papers, and they slowly get longer over time. And in ninth and, cre- uh, ninth and tenth grade, we do the same thing. Although I think the last paper we wrote in tenth grade was probably six to eight pages, and then Mm -hmm. going into this, eight to ten pages, and that really built up nice. And um, our English teacher, Mrs. Struck, she hones everyone's style. It becomes Mm -hmm. so much better over Liberty's uh, high school English and and grammar in Mm -hmm. middle school. And I think that just overall helped the writing part. And I honestly love writing, and so that was just a really fun fun part for me. Uh, The second, presentation and public speaking, I've been doing speech meet since first grade yep. <laughs> and I look forward to it every year, even though we don't do it in high school, but uh, it's just, I've always loved it. And then in ninth and 10th grade in rhetoric class, when we start doing speeches basically every week mm-hmm. and that's also has invention and starting to you know, write your own speeches. And I think that really built up really nicely mm-hmm. the junior thesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course there's also the Bible and logic classes, which were super helpful. I did um, what Mr. Hand calls a stair-step model. So it was just, if this, then this, and then this, then this, mm-hmm. then this. And just, so it's just very logically cohesive. Mm-hmm. And I think all that background was just super helpful in being able to analyze and interpret um, writing and uh, just different readings and Bible verses too. Just yeah. all of it was so important. Hmm. You know, I, again, I think that if our listeners um, are a little bit intimidated by the thought that juniors are doing this, um, listening to the two of you speak really shows that, hey, you can do this. You're yes. using these language. You're talking about invention, you know, very, very quickly because we're really down to the wire here. We've only got a couple minutes left. John, can you really quickly explain to our listeners what the term invention means? She was referencing that through her rhetoric classes. Yeah, that's one of the principles of rhetoric. Mm -hmm. one of the canons of rhetoric. Invention is all about the ability to come up with and discover arguments for something. And there's a lot of different facets to to invention, but yeah, the the bottom line is what are the ways that we have to say that something is true? We can make comparisons. We can define things. We can find relationships between things, making analogies. These are all forms of of thinking, forms Mm -hmm. of thinking. And that's really what invention is about. And so you can research, you can discover what other people have invented and, mm-hmm. and work that into what, what you're saying. But for a thesis, a junior needs to be able to, to take that research and take their own thoughts and craft an argument mm-hmm. saying why something is true. Mm-hmm. That's what invention is. Mm. And what a gift it is. You know, you two are going to be going off to college pretty soon. And, you know, just how incredibly well prepared you will be. But not just for college. When we look at the culture today, 
there is such a lack of invention, right? There's a lot of sophism as I'm realizing. Yeah. I'm going to use that word now. <laughs> um, but there, there isn't a lot of deep thought. So it's really wonderful to hear you both here today. And we're going to see you again next week, right? The two of you are going to be with us again next Saturday. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm so excited. Yeah, right. Well, thank you very much. And thank it's you, Mark. It's a pleasure. I've learned a lot here today. Wish I would have had the experience of a junior thesis when I, I was know. in high school. I know. It's I very know. valuable. Me too. Oh, me too. I think every parent at Liberty wishes they could go through the program themselves. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us here today. And uh, you can listen to this podcast or other previous cut podcasts at Education Nation. Um, mn.org ednationmn.org and then our Facebook page is Education Nation Radio we look forward to seeing you again next week have a great night